Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. So happy to be with you again. It's been a minute, hasn't it? Uh, I've been busy. I've been busy. Um, deadlines, you know how it is. When you're a freelancer, there's always deadlines. But I, I have actually been telling my clients to back off. Give me some more time. And they, they're, they're willing to listen. And um, I just really have been feeling like recently that not only should I want more for myself, but I should demand it. I should demand more for myself. And so that's what I'm trying to do. Today I had a really interesting conversation with with my friend, and it's about it was about fulfillment, you know, feeling fulfilled and maybe feeling like the life that you're living is not fulfilling, you know, it's not giving you what you need. You wake up every morning and you're like, "Is this it?" And um, I was really, I, I really felt uh, the, the weight of the responsibility that she would choose to speak to me about it rather than anyone else in her life. And I just felt like I was just fucking up, you know? Like, am I telling her the right thing? Should I give her advice? Should I just ask her, you know? Should I turn into a Am I a counselor or am I her friend? You know? And am I saying the right thing? I always feel like I'm saying the wrong thing. Even bringing up my son, right? When he comes to me and he has a, an issue, I always, whatever I say, I always feel, this is the wrong thing. I'm going about this the wrong, I don't have the right words. And it's, it's so different from what you see in like, TV programs where the mother always knows what to say, you know. So she's always so wise. She just knows the right thing. And here I am. I mean, I might sound confident on the outside, but inside I'm like, you are fucking up, man. What the fuck? And I always feel like at the end of the day, I haven't really helped anyone. So, but it, it really made me think, right? Because I, I also had my come to Jesus moment. Um, and the funny thing with come to Jesus moments is that once you have them, it's like the universe adjusts itself to make it possible for you to change your circumstances if you want to. Right? So for me, when when I had my come to Jesus moment, the first thing I did is to cut my hair. Just cut it all off. It was a perm. I was like, fuck that shit. I'm going natural. So I cut my hair and I just started to grow it. My hair is, is it's really, I, I love my hair. My hair is beautiful. My hair grows, you know, especially when I cut it. Cutting my hair is like telling my hair, time to go into overdrive. 
and I really enjoy the process of growing out my hair, right? I have a really round face and it's probably not suited to short hair, allegedly. But, you know, I don't care. I don't care. I, I, I love it. I love myself. I, I have no problems with how I look, regardless of how imperfect it is. So, I grew out my hair and, and then I thought to myself, is it now? Is it now? Is this when I put dreadlocks on my hair? Because seriously, to tell you the God's honest truth, I have wanted dreadlocks since I was maybe 11 years old. And it was always like a dream. I, I didn't really ever think that it would become reality. But then at that come to Jesus moment, I was like, is this it? Is this the time? Is it the time to put dreadlocks on my head? And I looked around and I'm like, what are you waiting for? Are you waiting for a bell? What is stopping you from putting some fucking dreadlocks on your head? And the truth was, there's nothing. There's nothing. Just my own fear of, of, oh, what will people say? Oh, my God. My boss. My job. Oh, I'm, I'm a single mother. People will look at me funny. But the thing is, at the time, uh, Christopher was at at Ligindogo. Ligindogo is, is literally Kiswahili for Little League. But it wasn't baseball or nothing. It was football soccer so and i knew at least three other mothers who had dreadlocks really long dreadlocks so i was like i mean nobody cares so why would they care if i had so i decided yep now is the time so i put dreadlocks on my head and then things just escalated i just started like doing my article writing I was, I was still working as a pharmacist, really, really in discontent because of the hours. The hours were ridiculous. I didn't have a maid. Christopher was at home alone. But I wasn't seeing a way out. But then I started doing article writing. And one thing led to another. And soon I was a full-time stay-at-home writer mother writer and just seeing and you know in the beginning it wasn't much money but just the joy the joy on my son's face every time he came home from school and I was at home like in in all his years before that since he was a baby that had never happened before I was at home when he came home from school no so I used to see the joy on his face. I had his little like milk and cookies or whatever waiting for him. And it was just idyllic, idyllic. And so when you ask that question, is this all there is? It's like the universe is nudging you. Maybe you need to go in a different direction. Maybe it's time. Whatever whatever thing is at the back of your mind that you've maybe wanted to do, but you've been feeling like you're kind of trapped in, in the life that you are living right now. Maybe this 
this discontent that you're feeling is a is a nudge or as we say in Kiswahili inakustua it's like an a jolt of electricity telling you honey it's time to move it's time to move and that's what i was thinking in my head but i didn't tell her that i just told her you know um maybe you need to find your bliss find what what makes you happy if you don't know i think that's what the 40s are for seriously because in the 20s you're just like struggling to find your footing and in the 30s you're struggling to stabilize your finances and and maybe bring up your kids if you are lucky enough to have them early but your 40s you have a little more time to think about who you are and what you want and what is your purpose in this life right and i just listened to janaya khan's sermon a few hours ago and she was talking about how um the white supremacists have patriotism heavily in quotes but what they have is purpose and i was like what is my purpose and that's weird because also uh 2 2 3 4 5 maybe a week ago i was listening to jensen ackles or he who plays dean winchester he was on a podcast he was on michael rosenbaum's podcast and he was talking about how being on lockdown had skewed with his idea of what his purpose is and he was feeling lost and then he had to like um push those feelings aside and look around him and find purpose in the things that were around him and this this concept of purpose is is it really it really touched me because um with so much death going on with with um Chadwick Boseman dying like just just like that you know and he wasn't he wasn't done he wasn't finished he still had things to do and just like that you know he's struggling he's struggling to live and he's struggling to live and life just says no sorry dude it's over and yet there are people who are struggling to die you know they're struggling to die every day that they stay alive is is a chore for them and i was like why can't you just like if i want to die and you want to live why can't i give you my life you know and it just felt so everything felt so hopeless and purposeless and so uh, what is the use huh? why are we even trying hmm? everything is so arbitrary you know everything just felt so arbitrary this year has felt so arbitrary like whatever you do nothing nothing good has happened like in the world stage in in my own life actually i i, ha- I have no complaints my own life is actually not that bad at all 
Unfortunately, I cannot help but be affected by what is happening in the wider world. And I suppose that's why we need to regulate how much social media we use. So it's just felt like, you know, whatever you do, people are just on the streets. People have been on the streets. People have been doing what? But there's no, there's nothing, nothing good has come out of it, you know? Every day, every day, something horrible. The only good thing is that has happened is that Chris Evans leaked his own nudes and everyone just had this collective reaction of, no, we're going to just not look at them. We're going to give him his privacy. And obviously it was an accident and nobody's going to be splashing those nudes anywhere. Okay. Everyone is talking about them, but nobody's looking at them. And that's literally the only good thing that has happened online in 2020. Apart from verses, of course. Am I going to stay up and and watch Gladys Knight and Patti LaBelle? I don't think so. Um, I am an auntie, but not that old. So I'm just going to watch the recap next week. Because I want to go to bed and wake up and finish this bloody, bloody work that I am not doing right now. Because uh, my cramps are not allowing me to concentrate anyway back to purpose so after speaking at length to my friend um, my son calls me because he's at his father's place he calls me and we talk for another hour video call and he just wanted to like give me a rundown of his of his life and what's going on with him right now and um, what he's up to and when he can come home and he told me a funny thing because um, last week when I was at work when I was at my locum uh, in, in a pharmacy this guy came up to me and he he was collecting drugs for what I thought was his daughter, maybe it's his sister, I don't know, I never checked. Anyway, he's collecting drugs at the pharmacy. And uh, once I was done with him, uh, he, he asks me for my number. Now, it's not the first time that someone has asked me for my number. Uh, even in that pharmacy. No, it's the first time in that pharmacy someone has asked me for my number. Uh, but not the first time that someone's flirted with me. Um, but yeah, he, he's, he looks like, he looked like he was maybe in his 20s. And honestly, I know, I know you're supposed to be flattered, but a man in his 20s has no game at all he doesn't know how to do shit okay you will be teaching him everything from how to kiss onwards so I was like I can't do this man I don't want to be teaching nobody how to kiss me okay I want you to blow my mind 
with how you can kiss. So aside from the fact that you you look like you're maybe a few years older than my son, I'm not going to be the one who is going to teach you how to touch a woman. So I wasn't really I wasn't really feeling okay, the whole give me your number vibe. But then the way he asked, I thought maybe it's, it's it could have been something else. Like maybe he wanted to ask me aside like I have this rash. Do you think maybe I have an STD or something? Like maybe it was something medical he wanted to ask me. So I gave him my number and I think he he hardly stepped out of the clinic before he texted me and he's like I just I just I'm so sorry for being so forward but I just needed to get your number it was like I need I I I, I just didn't want to take the to miss the opportunity and blah 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 and a lot of lyrics that might have worked with a 17 year old another 17 year old not me but another one you know who is into giggling and and such like but i was just like looking at at his text and i was like boy bye oh my god no i can't i can't i'm too old for this shit man when does it stop you know the whole myth that when you turn 40 um men lose interest in you it's just it's not true i'm sorry i'm sorry i know you were looking forward to that but i'm just here to tell you it's not true they still they still on your ass i'm so sorry there's no end there's no end in sight it's just so anyway so he so i showed the texts to to some of my workmates and they were like oh my god how sweet you should give him the time of day and like really 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 what is it with girls huh what is it with girls we we always want to we we, we need to we can't like there's there's no ever i have never uh, told a girl oh god uh, this guy is on my ass how do i get rid of him and have her tell me well you could try no it's on oh why don't you give him a chance oh my god he's so sweet look at him he's really begging you really oh why do we do this to each other why do we do this i don't know i don't know i mean everyone i showed it also to my friends my 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 real friends and they're like just the same reaction either in just be entertained enjoy it be entertained or oh give him a chance i don't want to give him a chance i don't want to huh he's already it, it, it's it's barely been half an hour and he's already needy i don't need needy my dog is needy and and she honestly annoys me the fuck out but at least she's useful to me you know she guards the compound you know she's a deterrent what what use would this guy be to me no use he is probably has never found the clitoris what 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 use would he be to me no use at all 
so anyway yeah at the end of the day fate intervened and i think i've left him in the past but it just really made me like think about how we are all just socialized we are all socialized to really think about a guy's comfort over a woman's comfort i was not comfortable in that situation i was not comfortable with the client hitting on me i was not comfortable with this guy hitting me up with texts and over texts over texts basically saying pay attention to me pay attention to me pay attention to me now 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 and then i was not comfortable with it and then i was not comfortable with how everyone that i spoke to about it was like nobody even asked me do you, do you, do you like him do you want him no everyone is just like give give him a chance and oh to to circle back to to having a conversation with my son because i also told him i also told him about this guy because i really expected that he would be completely against it and tell me to kick him to the curb but he also told me like no just just give him a chance go out with him you never know so he asked me today whether i went out with the guy and i told him no and i told him you know um we we're not even texting anymore so he was like oh thank god i i thought i was going to have to kick his ass and like so what you're saying is that you didn't want me to go out with him and he's like yeah god no i didn't want that at all so it's like so why the hell did you tell me to go out with him and he's like oh i thought maybe you wanted to you know, i want you to be happy which okay yeah that's sweet but you know it in all of our 20 years of existing together i've never told you about a guy who was after me and it's not like they haven't existed so if i'm telling you it's probably because i am not interested in that guy so i am giving you the opportunity to like join me in absolutely saying yeah he needs to be kicked to the curb so anyway I learned a valuable lesson today. My son and I are not going on any couples retreats with with significant others. If I wanted to do that, I should have started bringing significant others home when he was a child so he'd get used to it. Now he's just used to being the only man in my life always. Not to say that there haven't been other men in my life, but I just have never brought them home. I mean is it for me to to bring a man around my son there there would have had to be a uh, a wedding ring in the future and since there wasn't except that one time I, there almost was but I didn't like 
the one time where there would have been a wedding ring, I took, uh, we, we went to visit him, the two of us as, as mother and son, we went to visit him and we had a visit, three day visit, and we came back home and then he wrote me an email basically complaining about how much I spoil my child and how much how spoiled he is as a result and I broke up with him right away because honestly now now my child is spoiled then my child was not he was the opposite of spoiled and for him to already have this list of criticisms I was like this is not gonna work so he spent like three or four weeks tracking down my aunties to to beg them to come and beg me to take him back and that he didn't he didn't say anything bad and it was just one long red flag <sighs> speaking of red flags women are being killed Aish. Women are being killed by their husbands. And it's just so... Woo! Listen, okay. Sometimes it's just it's just not worth it. It's not. It's not. No, no, it's not. But let me not. Let me not. Okay? Because I'm sure someone will call, call me old and bitter or some shit like that. So let's let's not go there. So um, I've gone a little, you know, longer than usual today. Um, I hope I've said one thing thought-provoking or five. Let me know. You know, you could always leave me a voice message. I will always reply. So you have a good night and a good week. And let's hope that something nice happens to the world. Climate change is real.